0: Hello! Welcome to another edition of the Cheese mes Cancelled. My name is Trace. And I'm Leo. And today we are talking about a topic that trended on Twitter a few weeks ago. Um, and we're also reviewing an episode of Breaking the Tabo all about Filipino versus Filipinx. Um, this is a very heated topic, and I feel like we say some cancelable things. And I, not everyone is going to agree with the points that we made today, but... Um, we are going to talk all about Um In today's episode, we will talk about how the Philippines is still named after one of our colonizers. How Pinoy is an American term. And why Filipina is the same, should have the same sort of visceral reaction as the term Philippinex. Um, if you are listening on any other podcast app, you can continue to listen there. But you can head over to Spotify and watch the episode right in our app. Um, but before we start, we will watch this episode of Breaking the Bible all about Filipino versus Philippinex.
1: Filipino Americans love talking about their exes. No, not Chisme, Philippine ex. This term is a recent innovation out of Filipino American communities, but not many Filipinos living in the Philippines have heard of it or even use it. Well, this wouldn't be the first time a label has been attached to describe Filipinos. And we're not talking about your two first names or your family nickname that has nothing to do with your actual name. Yes, I'm talking about you, Bongbong. The term Filipino wasn't even used to describe the original inhabitants of the Philippines. It was a term used to identify the Spaniards born in the Philippines, which, by the way, wasn't even called the Philippines until they arrived. So how did we even get this name? And is there room for us to change its usage? I'm Sapphire Sandalo, and this is Breaking the Table, where we talk real sh-. So what was Filipino before it was Filipino? That is so Filipino. Gretchen. Stop trying to make Filipino happen. It's not going to happen. Before they were Filipinos, inhabitants of the separate islands referred to each other based on the language they spoke, which eventually became their own regions, whether they were Tagalogs, Visayans, Ilocanos, Bicolanos, and so on. Then in 1565, Spanish settlers named the islands Las Islas Filipinas, or the Philippines, in honor of King Philip of Spain thus forming a new country that hadn't existed until that time. And instead of calling the original inhabitants Filipinos, the Spanish collectively called everyone Indios. Ring any bell? European colonizers gave Native Americans the same mislabel of Indians, too there wasn't really a singular identity to the people of the Philippines. In the late 1800s, the Philippine national hero, Jose Rizal, used his writings to empower and unify the country. Rizal reclaimed the term Filipino to unite the country under a new national identity where Filipino gained a whole new meaning, resulting in the Philippine Revolution. So is there room for Americans to alter its use and replace the ending with an X? Well, this wouldn't be the first time that the American diaspora had an influence on how we refer to ourselves. Pinoy was first used to refer to Filipinos who moved to America from the Philippines. It was then popularized into the Philippine slang during the 1970s due to the emergence of Pinoy music. But this doesn't mean that anyone can just change our name and it'll stick. There's actually very valid concerns on both sides surrounding the use of Philippinex. Many people, such as those who identify as trans and non-binary, feel they aren't included in the term Filipino, which is recognized by many as an ultimately masculine term, especially in the US, where many have a passing familiarity with Spanish and see these words ending in O as masculine and ending in A as feminine. Based on this, X is about inclusion for people who don't identify with Filipino or Filipina. I'll never understand why diaspora Filipinos try so hard to reject the culture, language, and even the looks of the Filipino. Yes, it's important to evolve, but not to the extent where the aim is to essentially become white. The Filipinex movement navigates in a way which westernizes the Filipino experience, only enforcing the everlasting effects of colonialism. People argue that Filipino is already gender neutral, there are words in the Filipino language that aren't specific to one gender. Sha means he, she, or them, and sila means them, regardless of gender. Although sha and sila have a-endings, they don't necessarily have to refer to those who identify as a woman. Reclaiming the use of Filipino without signifying gender is also a way of saying no to colonial influence, aka rejecting the way Spanish language assigns gender. So many renowned socioanthropologists in the field have already elaborated that it is a term that was inspired by the phrase Latinx, which was white imposition. We're not gender neutral enough, according to white people, lol. As professors in the University of the Philippines History Department have elaborated, it's a term that the Filipino diaspora can own if they want to refer to themselves. Further, it's hard to decolonize a word like Filipino when the root of the word is screaming colonialism. I can't say "Filipinex" is decolonizing when the term still pays homage to King Philip II of Spain, who never once set foot in the Philippines. So you're telling me the Philippines is named to honor a king who didn't even visit the islands? Like the term Pinoy, it was created in the diaspora. This term is an option, and for people who identify with it, it means a lot. Filipino and Filipina will still exist, and nobody is forcing you to use any specific term. Both sides have valid points, so whatever you agree with, you're already right. As we've seen, labels are products of specific places and times, and X is no different. Whether you use Filipino, Filipina, or X, it's important to recognize that we all have blood from the Philippines. It doesn't really matter what you choose. It's up to you. What do you think of the X in Filipinx?
0: All right, so we just watched that BTT episode, and before we started playing it, I was like, I don't know if we've reviewed this. We might have reviewed this. We definitely have not reviewed this. And you've never seen this. I have never seen that full video before. That is, like, in- low-key infuriating. That whole video is infuriating to In what watch. way? Every time they talk about King Philip, mm-hmm.
2: it's like, fuck that guy. Wow, so <laughs> Trace is very anti-colonial.
0: Yeah, surprise. I'm also half-white, so it's like... Well, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> <terrible> <laughs> but, that's not your choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, none of this was our choice. <laughs> yeah. But, ooh, I, like, that is one of the most groundbreaking, like, just jaw-dropping facts to be like, the Philippines, the entire country is named after the king of spain who Just, never like, went never went once mm. <sighs> i'm getting me riled up okay <clears throat> but in today's episode we are be talking about filipino versus filipinex and you know we're really bringing this back up because a few weeks ago the term filipinex trended on twitter mm. um because people had Angry opinions it, it trended for solely <clears throat> negative reasons yeah and um, it was a tweet which we'll put up on screen right now The Philippine X voices in pop culture was a fun and educational all Filipino Philippine X panel discussing Philippine X influences behind your favorite media from the from San Diego comic-con um, and the world exploded and by the world I mean honestly Filipinos mm-hmm. um, they people thought that Philippine X was a slur. like the way that they mm-hmm. reacted to the term' Philippine x was they were offended mm-hmm. by the term.
2: and thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. When we made this BTT video Filipino versus Philippine X, the route that we took was the balance route. What you get out of that video is, yeah. Filipino is gender neutral. But also, yes, Filipinex is a very valid thing. Um, so it's both. But no matter how much we cover both sides, nobody on either side is willing to admit the other side. The other ones, yeah, The others, they're not content that the other side was brought up. Yes, exactly. And so I'm not surprised at all that the fact that San Diego Comic-Con, which is very huge, um, The fact that they labeled Filipinos as Filipinx as kind of like the new way of describing the Filipino community. I can understand that Filipinos in the Philippines are very upset by that. So that like that is not surprising at all.
0: Um, So when this video came out, um, do you remember a lot of hate comments that came in from this one?
2: Yeah. So the... I don't know. I mean, yes, it is dumb. Like, the dumbest part about this is, like, a lot of the comments that will comment something inevitably are misled because we give both sides. Right. And so anything that one person has to say, because if you read through the comments, it's going to be people arguing why Philippine X is so dumb, blah, 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 blah. Or, like, it's mostly on the Philippine X side. Like, people from the Philippines just, um, and again, like, I I understand it. We wrote the script and we do agree that the points that people have within the Philippines are valid. Um, but the whole point of it is you can't say that names can't change because Filipino as a name was given to us. Pinoy, which everyone uses, was given to us by America. And so the fact that Filipinx can exist isn't new, um, but yeah, I don't know if you want to read. Well, something. we'll get to the hate comments in a bit. I think that one thing
0: that's, is an important distinguishment here is that Filipino and Filipino Americans are going to have very different perspectives here. Mm-hmm. Like this is. A, that's the root of this it. This is a clear divide mm-hmm. in terms of like cultural upbringing. Mm-hmm. And so people are upset in the Philippines that we're like bastardizing the language, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a. They think we're concern. whitewashing
2: and westernizing.
0: Yeah, and you know it's the same thing with, like French is a perfect example mm-hmm. of. There's like a like these French purists that really hate um, using English words like America, not even American, like English words, um, like and applying them in like the French language. So like franglais, which is like French English together, like um, like calling it like else like la cell phone. You know, like is like there's like a, you know. Part of people that, like, f- French speakers that, like, really want to keep that pure, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw this coming up recently and I honestly don't know, like, how the conversation around this really is but every, everything in French is gendered. Like, every object. And, like, I don't know how people that speak French just, like, know this, mm-hmm. but, like, every single object they can just look at it and be, like, masculine, feminine, feminine, masculine, masculine. Like, and you... Spanish is like that. Yell yeah. and la. Yeah. And so... Obviously, in the last couple of years, gender being a social construct is like this whole thing that's like, mm. I, I would say pretty, I don't know if it's like an American thing, but it definitely is not like the the French purists, the people that want to keep things gendered for a very different reason, see the gender binary as a different, like, it, they have a different issue with it yeah. than trans, you know, and, you know, then. People that are actually going through like gender dysphoria.
2: You know, that's so that's a very intriguing point because it makes you ask the question if I'm just gonna put it out there. Yeah, yeah. like, are you not willing to acknowledge Philippine X because you're like anti trans or right. anti LGBTQ? And where was the outrage over Filipina then?
0: Yeah. I there, mean, I mean, if you're not upset about Filipina, then the only reason you're upset about Filipinx is, like, trans... Like, you just don't want to be inclusive. Because Filipina was fine if, like, that didn't trend and everyone's, like, bastardizing the language. Like, it's it's gender... Yeah. It's all-inclusive already. Yeah, exactly. Like, all like, oh, all you of a sudden, the X Filipina. is like, no, now you just want to exclude people.
2: Yeah. So, that that is, like... I mean I don't think anyone's gonna be like, no, it's not because like I hate these type of people. Well it's then because, why aren't like- you pissed
0: about Filipina? Which I think is like a very valid question. Like then why aren't you pissed about that one? That one never turned it on Twitter. No one's like up in arms about the term Filipina. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's my two cents on it. Um, if you're only upset about Filipinx, you're transphobic. Yes. da ba ba da ba so Chachi in the in the uh, Kumu comments just now, if you want to interact with this, watch our stream on Kumu. Um, said Filipino LGBTQ who are born and raised in the Philippines hate the word Filipinex. That I can see, because I think for anyone, granted I don't I don't want to speak for anyone, but people that you know experience gender dysphoria probably feel really comforted by the fact that they can just say they're Filipino because if you like it's like the same thing with like putting pronouns in your email address, which is a clearly like if you, you know, are comfortable doing it, mm-hmm. then it shouldn't bother you, you know, like just do it. Even if you're like the one, like people assume my pronouns, he, him, and they, they assume that. And I put in my email and it's like in more, in like solidarity for people that don't have that same like mm-hmm. comfort with it. Um, and so, and, and, this sense the word filipino kind of removes that need to try to like stand out right that like if you are very actively being x, it kind of is like you know calling out the fact that you're uncomfortable like with the it word makes filipino you feel right um and so i could see why i would understand why lgbtq filipinos from the philippines would much rather cling to the socially acceptable filipino as opposed to the Philippine X, which maybe they would feel more accustomed to in America. Yeah. But, you know, makes them stand out in a way that they're not trying to.
2: Yeah. And I think that the core issue here really has to do with geography. Yeah. Um As in, like, what Sapphire was saying within the BTT episode is Americans, um, to some degree, are very exposed to language that is gendered with the a and the o right um especially with spanish and so what you are seeing is our experience dictating how we experience being filipino yeah um versus in the philippines it they don't relate the same way which is why like i I think at the end of the day like you have to admit that um if filipinos in this certain place have this context They are completely valid. And if Filipinos in the Philippines with their context um, think this certain way, they are also valid. Okay, but
0: not to be like devil's advocate because I agree. But on the other side, the people that think that Filipino is the only correct way, right? And Filipinx is incorrect. The pure existence of Filipinx kind of devalues their whole, you know, so you're, okay, yeah. Their no, no, point no. of view. Because, like, it's the same thing with, like, in, for the French. Take the French example, right? Like, yeah. they hate the word, they hate, like, el, le cell phone. Like, they hate that. And they wanted to call it something very French-sounding. But if someone else calls it le cell phone, that, like, it detracts from what their whole purpose is.
2: Yeah. I think so, yeah. I think going off of that, Filipinos don't want the Filipino culture to be watered down to become so american and westernized. Right. And
0: so when the ex- they s- this will by the ex- like the existence of Philippine X undermines that whole thing.
2: Yes. And which is why it's like when you something when you see something like San Diego Comic-Con only describing um Filipinos as Philippine X, right? It, I can see how they are enraged. I will say, so from the one down end because people have to ask us like why did you use Philippine X during this? Which we did during an LGBTQ plus post. But One Down actually doesn't use Philippine, Philippine X very often. Right. We're very intentional um, with when we use it. One Down will use Philippine X anytime we are including someone who doesn't ascribe to Filipino or Filipina. Got it. So if we know someone, their identity or they the way that they... Identify themselves as Filipinx, we will use that as the default um, to talk about their identity or them being Filipinx. If that per- if there is no person who identifies as Filipinx, we will actually default to Filipino. Yeah,
0: I mean, the thing I would say is the original point of like, if you're really going to be up in arms about Filipinx, you better keep that energy for Filipina,
2: which won't happen,
0: of course, because then it's like your whole argument is debunked. If you're not going to be upset about Filipina, the exact same amount mm-hmm. of frustrated with Filipina as Filipinx. Yeah. But I have a feeling that if we dig a little bit about you being upset with Philippine X, we're going to realize, sorry, you're just a bigot. (laughs) So, as we do in the second segment of the show, we will uh, go into some hate comments. People obviously did not agree with what we said online, and people had heated opinions. So let's read into some of these.
2: What triggers me the most is that the word is created by Americanized Filipinos with one-eighth Filipino blood and that they're trying to make X an official term for people who lives slash are from the Philippines and they keep saying that Filipino is not a gender-neutral term.
0: All right. So we just have the same five arguments over and over and
2: over again. It's white people's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, this this clearly says it like— Filipinos in the Philippines don't want to get defined as a group by this term that is created in America Um, yeah I mean oh see even this most exes haven't even set foot on our country either does that matter? It, again it's like it's always some, gonna be this. did
0: some Filipinas type, st- like step in the Philippines did King better, did King Philip step
2: yeah, in King- the Philippines when he called y'all Filipinas <laughs> yes, you, got a, you got a point um, alright here's that's one that's so bad oh my god
0: here's one Philippine X never heard of it it's probably something Phil and Millennials generated why do y'all hate Millennials so much um, I've heard of Latinx because here in Los Angeles, the county public health has been using the term since the pandemic started. The term Filipino is as general as a nation itself. Do you really want to be gender friendly and equal to all? Then change the Philippines name because that comes from a man's name. Goodness. Correct. Like, that's the whole point. <laughs> like, that is the whole point. I know that this person was saying it to
2: be, like, sarcastic where mm. it's like, then change the whole country's name. And it's like, yeah, change the whole country's which name. Is nev- which, I mean, never say never, but I... I don't imagine a world where that would happen, um, which which makes everything very complicated. Yeah. But that's why I agree with Kevin Nadal when he says, like, how can you? Because so, so he actually gives a counterpoint towards Philippine X because his counterpoint is if your one of your reasons for Philippine X is to decolonize, and again, like, people have multiple reasons as to why they, they use Philippine X, it might be about um, gender non, um, like, your gender it might also be because of decolonization and what kevin adal dr kevin adal was saying is you can't say it's decolonizing when it still pays tribute right to color. so like to that degree i i would agree with um yeah but yeah interesting all right here's another hate comment
0: also i'm like not sure if it's a hate comment i like it looks slightly negative and i just start reading and halfway through it might not be a hate comment okay as a native Filipino, born, raised, and still living in the islands, it does matter to me. It is a Western mindset to insist on a gender-neutral term on an already gender-neutral language. Pre-Western colonization, we were actually gender-neutral, having both male and female community leaders and rulers. Ever heard of Princess... I want to butcher this. Princess Urduha or the well-revered Baba Lions, and, and that answer
2: is no. I have not heard those. <laughs> um see that's uh, it's complicated here because at that time it wasn't the philippines so it's just like it's so complicated because that time and and those folks weren't filipino like those were actually the pre those that was like the pre-indigenous communities that inhabited the philippines before colonization and colonization like destroyed a lot of our pre-colonial, our indigenous people. So it's it's such a complicated thing. Like they're, yeah, there is no way around it. They're it's pre-Filipino. Like, yeah, exactly. And so like everything that they're saying is is valid, but like the existence of Filipino is a colonial term. And so. I have a
0: question. This might be kind of ignorant of me not to know the answer to this. Do you think that the obsession with gender is an american thing oh my gosh (sighs)
2: um i don't know how educated i am to answer this i will say that i've learned a lot about intersect intersectionality which is the idea that multiple of our identities matter in the discussion of issues and so it's important to recognize that and I bring this up because intersectionality and this study was created in America, in the education, like, at UCLA. um, And it's, like, very deep within the way we approach issues. And so, to some degree, again, this is anecdotal, like, I I don't know, I'm just kind of, like, answering this question. Um, What people often say is, like, why are you doing identity politics when that doesn't matter if half of this country is hungry if there is right. yeah, yeah. violence abroad. And so what happens is people kind of diminish the importance of certain issues because they're saying, oh, that issue doesn't matter when all these other things are happening. And I don't think that's fair um, because I think there there are um, there is a time and place for us to be able to have a platform on anything because it's not like – Every single person lives their entire lives just traumatically trying to solve every single world problem. Right. Um, I will say that um, one of the challenges is that not everyone has the access to education or resources to actually talk about or discuss issues to a like deep degree. And so even me, like, talking about intersectionality, a lot of people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Um, Which is like, it's very valid. And And I think what we tried to do at One Down and what we tried to do with this video is we are just talking the basics. If you hate Philippine X because it's this American term, well, why don't you hate Pinoy? Because Pinoy is an American term. So it's like, I'm not going to hit you with all of these things about decolonization and like all these like academic terms i'm just going to inform you that pop culture brought you pinoy that <laughs> that pop culture and music was american and you liked it and you use it damn
0: i mean yeah that's uh true that is all true <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um i was gonna go a different route with that just in terms of like the obsession with gender because like clearly like french and spanish and latin languages like assign genders to everything. And there is definitely, like, a purist, mm-hmm. like, approach to keeping that. Um, Do you think that is inherently bad? Because, I mean, they're, the whole thing is they're also trying to, like, fight the decolonization. Like, they're trying to maintain their culture, and their culture just happened to give genders to literally everything that's in front of them. And is that bad?
2: <sighs> um... That's hard because I'm a Filipino who lives in Filipino America. Yeah. So I'm like constantly trying to prove that I'm Filipino. But I think from a a Filipino standpoint, the way I believe people would answer is it's impossible to be a purist when you're Filipino because Mm. there's no pure Filipino. Right. Um, There's not even one type of Filipino actually because we are actually a collection of multiple islands with our own regional things. Yeah. So by that logic... (laughs) It's still, It literally goes back to, like, none of
0: this fucking matters. Right, yeah, language is fake. So that's one of the comments. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, I think it's interesting because at the end of the day, like, these people that are trying to, like, maintain their... I'm, like, would be very curious to see what, like, um, a non-binary person from France would say about mm-hmm. all of this, or from mm-hmm. Spain, even, where, like, how do they feel about everything being gendered? Um, literally everything. Um, yeah. So it, it's, like, I get... There is this purist side where, like, I could I could see why you're trying to do it, mm-hmm. but I just find a really hard time identifying it from the Filipino side because y'all didn't have this uproar for Filipina.
2: Yes. It, like, really just kind of destroys the whole thing for me. <laughs> also, would you say, like, being purist is, like, low-key racist?
0: Um... Pure, I mean, language is, it's language, which is different. Like, I don't, I think it's, like, if you're trying to, like, keep, like, a pure French bloodline, okay. Okay. like, by, if you're trying to be, like, pure on like, humans, like, purest around humans, that's very different from purest around, like, a language. Okay. You know? <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, French people aren't racist, inherently. They might be, but just because you speak French doesn't mean you're racist. Okay. <laughs> I can agree with that. Okay. Nice. That's a good place to end it. At the end of every episode, we do a little medienda, a little media snack of something that we've been watching and or listening to that we think you should also check out. Um, So, Leo, what is your medienda this week?
2: My medienda is going to be the trailer of Lumpia with a Vengeance 2. They did a screening at San Diego Comic-Con, and it's relevant because Lumpia, the movie, is actually going to be going to do an indie run. In, oh, nice. in select movie theaters where Filipino populations are. So, again, my suggestion is, like, check it out. Like, be open to it. Um, and I, I guess, like, the in the greater scheme of things, Easter Sunday is not the end. Like, there is going to be other ways that we continue to move forward and progress with Filipino representation. And Lumpia with the Vengeance, too, is going to be one of those. So that's my media end to go check it out.
0: Uh, my media end of this week is going to be a podcast called The Comment Section by Drew Afualo. Um, Drew Afualo is a <sighs> never, yeah. um, TikToker that just rips misogyny apart and she's one of my favorite TikTokers and her podcast is like low-key genius. Um, she is very one-dimensional on TikTok, as mm-hmm. what she like she admits she's a pretty one dimensional on TikTok. Like but she her, does the same thing. Yeah. She like knows her brand, she knows mm-hmm. what goes viral, and she leans into it on TikTok. And her podcast gives her space to you know respond and she's it's very similar to our podcast except mm-hmm. she her hate comments are like insane yeah, yeah. like <laughs> they're very personal like all of her hate is insanely like we hate you as a person um and uh the comment section um she they, she brings other tiktokers on um that you know are from different communities that Get shat on in their comment Mm. sections, Um, and she just like gives them a platform, and that she gets she allows people to be more than one dimensional like they are on TikTok. Because TikTok, you know, it's fifteen seconds. You have to you you are known for a thing, and it's hard to get out of that. Which you can either lean into it, and if you don't feel like you can do that anywhere else, it's gonna be a little like frustrating. The comment section is Drew's spot to be not as one dimensional. So it's it's called the comment section. Yeah, it's called the comment section. That's amazing.
2: That really builds off of like
0: yeah, that's a it's a. It is definitely an audience funnel that she has built, and it is a video podcast on Spotify, so you can watch it the same way that you're watching this podcast right now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Cheese Me's Cancelled. We are back every Friday with new episodes, and if you're listening on any podcast app, you can continue to listen there, but you could watch the episode happen on Spotify. Uh, We'll be back next Friday with another episode, so until next
1: time. Bye-bye.